The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hello, friends. Hello, I'm family. I'm Elizabeth Cott. Hello, Elizabeth Cott. We do have family here today. Should I introduce myself? Yes. I'm Stephanie Simbari Cott. <laughs> and Nancy Cott and Brian Cott in the studio. Yes. Thank you so much for coming and delivering Elizabeth to this world. <laughs> Our pleasure. <laughs> um, we're so excited to have you guys here. It is apparently Valentine's Day today, Thursday, February 14th. Nope. No, no. No, no we're, we're not. not. We're not doing Valentine's okay. Day. Kind of like last year how I renounced Galentine's Day because I thought it was the dumbest word on the planet. I like Galentine's Day. Yeah. Celebrating your female friendships is so important. It is, and I'm so with that, but it's up there with like girl boss or like any of those things like that make me cringe. Boss Personal. babe. Personal thing. Boss yeah. babe is anti-feminist if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> Blay boss. Like no one's saying that. <laughs> well, I feel like we're two little boy bosses over here. <laughs> Absolutely. Lady baby, boy boss. Yeah. Oh my God, you, yes. You I'm, got wait, it, kid. I'm getting heart tingles around boy boss for Okay, us. cool. I love it. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. I won't be so anti-Valentine's Day. Right. I love love, obviously. I just feel like do something nice for your person every day. A hundred percent. Any day. Any day. All the days. But I also think like if Hallmark needed to get together to like sell some cards and like, you know, we wanted to get some candy popping in the schools, that's a great excuse to do so. And I think it's also just lovely. Like romantic love, I think a romantic relationship in my opinion needs like little cute moments always. So like a day isn't really the right time for that, but it's a beautiful opportunity to say I love you to all the people in your life or all the people who impact your life. You know, I will say I think I might have been conceived around Valentine's Day. Oh, really? Yeah, because the Scorpio, my due date was like in the end of November, uh-huh. and that would have mean meant that I was like incepted in the middle of February. Ew, my parents are such basic bitches. <laughs> Of course they didn't stay together. You made a baby on Valentine's Day, you fucking losers. That is pretty basic. That is pretty... um, That is so dumb. I'm trying to think of the word. No, it's like I'm a love baby for like the only time that they had love. All right, moving on. (laughs) Look, I'm really excited to talk about the other part of love, though, which is our friendships. Because I love our girlfriends so much. And we did something last week that was so soul filling we did a clothing swap which is just like if you guys aren't doing this with your group of closest friends please i implore you to get involved it really came about post condo of it all everybody as we said was like very late to the party but nonetheless sparked joy at the party yeah (laughs) and they're like have you guys heard of this marie condo thing we're like (laughs) we've literally done so many episodes on feng shui (laughs) and talked about that book like when our show started yeah but it's okay. No, look. People find things in their own everyone's time. Everyone's on their own journey. And that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So we had got together and basically our friend Jade Catapretta like set everything up like a store. She was scary. So <laughs> intense. And I was triggered because like my old life was reselling old clothes old people's clothes. Yeah. Old clothes from people, not <laughs> not always from old people. Some old people. Wow. We don't, we don't, you wow. Know, sure. You know, all ages. Me and Jade got into a fight actually about this jacket. 
Oh, really? Because I, I saw it and I took it and I hit it. And she's like, you're not allowed to hide things. Everyone has to see everything once. And I'm like, no, this is my jacket. But nonetheless, we had a beautiful exchange. Once everybody calmed down, yeah. um, we had a beautiful exchange of clothing. Yeah. And I believe our friend Pamela yeah. got hit the jackpot. She hit the jackpot because I had a brand new pair of Rothy's. And they were so fresh that everyone was like, whose shoes are these trying to move them yeah, out like, of the pile? Like, did you wear these here? And I was like, oh, those are mine, but I ordered them in the wrong size. I really want them to get a good home. And lo and behold, our little cutie is a size six proper. And she slid them on, and now she's business casual in her little leopard print so Rothy's cute. pointed toe. So perfect time to shout out one of our sponsors yeah. today, Rothy's, which is one of our favorite shoes that are stylish, sustainable, and comfortable, enough for every day. And I love that you can just throw them in your bag. So if I'm on a, a high heel day or like, let's call it, I'm not doing a high heel. I'm doing a, You're hefty, doing a, boot day. a hefty boot. Yeah. Like a, like a five inch, four inch boot. Not yeah. today, I'm in flats. But I'll always throw my Rothy's in because I'm 33 and I'm not teetering on my, my footing anymore. Yeah. That's not a thing. It was like the joy of my life to give people clothing and shoes and items that are going to like elevate their look and it really did nothing was made me more happy to have her get her selfie of her in the mirror right before she went to work in her Rothy's and I will say if I hadn't known that I would get a new pair because they're a friend and partner I would have exchange them because guess what guys you get free returns and exchanges if you order Rothy's with your code retrograde hell yeah you do and free shipping. Oh. Because we know that shipping is not something we're paying for. No. Ever. If no. If you are that's a retrograde family member. Yeah. So um, also important to note that how sustainable they are. Yeah. And that they're made from recycled plastic water bottles, which huh? is so crazy. And we got to see kind of the different stages of the material being made. And it is so cool. And you can throw it in the wash. So if you head over to rothys.com and enter the promo code retrograde, you're going to get free shipping, free returns, and exchanges, and obviously a fabulous new pair of shoes. And you're going to look so cute in your group text with all your lady friends, with all your galentines. Galentines. Okay, so today we have the ladies from the show Girls Gotta Eat, yeah. which is not a food podcast. A food podcast. It is about dating adventures and misadventures, and it's beautifully done, and everyone loves it. Girls got to eat some dick. It was funny, apparently. Mm. But what was funny is we were on a podcast last week. We were guesting on the adulting podcast. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about various adventures and misadventures in our dating past. Yes. And the the topic got to heartbreak. Mm -hmm. And you and I both shared a story that was strangely, strangely similar. Discovered we both have a weird connection. A weird thing involving holes. One ex-boyfriend filling a hole and the other ex-boyfriend getting a hole and we'll elaborate on that but it's pretty uh it's a visual let's just preface this so we both have some like these are pretty extreme stories wouldn't you say I've never heard of two friends having these kinds of stories in tandem with each other but that's you know it's like our our composite chart is so deep and our dating stories our astrologer's like it looks like (laughs) one of your boyfriends got his penis pierced at one point (laughs) Is that one of you? (laughs) Yes, that is. Hand raised. Is that you? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's right here in your chart. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I had a boyfriend drop out of college Uh the day after I broke up with him and then pierced his penis and told me it was because of me. That can't be true. I wish it wasn't. It was so scarring. No, but like, how did you break up with him? Scarring for me and apparently for him. I don't know how it healed. (laughs) Did your parents know this boyfriend? Yeah, they did. Before or after the piercing? (laughs) 
before. <laughs> <laughs> he was not coming around anytime. Where after. is he now? I don't know, but I wish him well, and I'm sure, and he's a wonderful guy. So, sending love. The the penis piercing situation is the most traumatic. Such a choice. It's a lot. Like I've had my nose pierced, my belly button pierced, my nipple pierced. And it's it hurts. I feel like for you to come forth and say the penis piercing is a line draw, yeah, that says something. I have like no boundaries. For me, I have a cartilage piercing, and yeah. that's about it. Because somebody wouldn't let me get my belly button pierced like Britney Spears when I was fourteen, <laughs> mom. I mean, but also, thank you so much. Either did my mom, but I took my little butt down to New York City all by myself <laughs> and used a fake ID and got it pierced on my lonesome. Lol. Yeah. Okay. So great. My ex boyfriend got fucked in the ass. <laughs> Okay, elaborate. So you broke up with him. I broke up with him, and um, I I was still in love with him, so I, like, was trying to, like, still have rekindle. contact. and Not even rekindle, but I just, like, I wasn't clear on if we should be broken up because I still loved him, even though I knew that, like, our relationship wasn't, like, functioning properly. And so we, like, had lunch, and I was just like, how are you? Like, what's going on? He's like, you know, I just, I was in a lot of pain, and so I just decided to get fucked in the ass. Oh, my. And I was like, what? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Lady baby moment. I'm like, are you a boy boss? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why? He's like, I just don't know. Like, I just, I wanted to, like, feel something. And I knew that that would make me feel anything that, different feel something. than, like, the pain of, like, losing you. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, okay, so did you like it? Like, what? How are we? Where are we, where are we on this? this sexual spectrum now? And he's like, you know, it went in and out a couple of times. And, like, I got it. Like, I felt it. And, like, I understood. And I'm just, like, over it. And I'm like. Wowza. And now he has two children. <laughs> so, I mean, at least when his kids experience heartbreak, he'll be able to say... Come from a place of knowing. Do what you got to do. <laughs> oh, my. So there we have it. Beginner's mind when it comes to filling the holes in your soul and your body. Beautiful. That's yeah. all we can ask for, really. Yeah. I mean... I can't say what I want to say because your your parents are here, but um. I mean, yeah. it's fine. I've watched enough HBO with them. We're we're good. Trust me, they don't want to hear <laughs> okay, this. <good. laughs> okay, respect. Thank yeah. you. I, I thank you. I think I've seen your act. It's okay. <laughs> That's so. Oh true. yeah, my dad's been to so many of Steph's stand up like late night at the comedy store like a trooper. Wow, I forgot that that even existed. Yeah. Oh my god, a different life. Although I am doing it tonight. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. So, Anyways, let's get into this episode. Yeah, it's it feels a great like a, episode. A nice time to usher it in. Yeah. Uh we've got Ashley and Raina from Girls Gotta Eat. Welcome. Thank you Thank for having you. us. We're excited to be here. Thanks for coming. What brings you to LA? Um, we are here. We do a lot of live shows. Um, so we are here to do two shows at the Hollywood Improv. Um, we did our first one on Sunday night. It's our first West Coast show, and it was so awesome. Yeah, it was a blast. And we have another one tonight. That's great. That's so, we love a live show. Yeah, us too. I think it's such a blast. We just riff, and like everybody's just like part of this like fun community. Yeah. So what's Girls Got to Eat about? Um, uh, so we're. We're a comedy show about dating and relationships and sex. Um, we toggle between episodes with just us that are like really focused on one topic. And then we have so many really cool guests. And it's a huge range. So we have a lot of big time comedians, um, sex therapists, uh, dating app professionals. Uh, it runs the gamut. But it's a really fun, funny show. And I think there's also like really nice takeaways from every episode. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, I mean a lot about our lives too. Like I think that's kind of – what people appreciate so and we've kind of kept it pretty timely where we like to record where people are like in real time what's going on with our lives mm -hmm. so if you like start from the beginning you've like kind of been a part of the soap opera that's come is in real time you know so 
I don't know. And what was the motivation for 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 starting the podcast? Just um, being single and gently in our 30s yeah Yeah. I'm always like you tell the story better babe you tell it yeah um I just wanted to do a podcast so I do stand up and I was doing a lot of like when I lived in Atlanta I mean I've been in New York for a couple years now but I lived in Atlanta I was doing tv and radio and all these different things and so I felt like that was the next step and I knew I wanted it to be about dating and relationships I kind of went through a really rough, tumultuous relationship breakup for two years. And it was like, I found myself just obsessing over talking about relationships and, um, you know, talking with my life coach, who you guys know, who's like a medium tarot reader kind of person, oh. um, Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Oh. Yeah. So it just- Modern mystic. Yeah. In Atlanta, she's great, guys. Check it out. It was one of our better- People loved her. Yeah, we had her on the show. It, it just became yeah. this thing where I was like, I am so passionate about relationships and analyzing them and talking to people about them. And I knew I wanted to start a podcast about relationships and dating. And I knew I wanted to do it with an, with a woman because I was going to have to work with them every day. And so Raina and I met on a press trip. And because you guys both have very successful Instagram accounts, Instagram. yes, yeah. like an influencer press trip in Aruba, and we met, and we were, oh, wow. you know, <laughs> so it's, I hate it, like our toes were in the sand, whatever, I mean, it was like this dinner on the beach, what, so the first photo we ever took together was worst. on a catamaran in yeah. our bikinis, yeah, it's so, like, this is our humble beginnings, you guys, started from the bottom, now we're here, so, you guys actually started from the top, so you've got a long way to climb, somehow we've gotten further up, I yeah. don't know, so, it, whatever, like bottom line. I mean, we met and a few, we started just texting and being friends and hanging out when we got back to New York and always talking about our dating nightmares and all our relationships and things like that. And I was like, just texted her one night, like I was on the couch. I was like, would you ever want to start a podcast? In a bit, of, honestly, I'll say, I'll say this. I feel like this is kind of up your guy's alley. I had done a tarot reading with Kelly six months prior. So we're in June of 2017. And I was mm-hmm. like, I really want to start a podcast. And she was like, I'm seeing that that's the thing for sure. Like it's coming up really strong. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll tuck that away. And so met Raina maybe three months after that. And then like later after that, I was like, would you want to start a podcast? She was like, absolutely. And I was like, are you open talking about your sex life? And she was like, uh, hello, have we met? You know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and it, we started from there and we started it in February of 2018. So we're coming cool. up on a year. Cool. Um, wow. But yeah, it was very, it is funny because I, I mean, I sat down with her. I had a full blown reading. We put out cards on everything that was going on in my life, like the Instagram, my merch store, the podcast, like a book, like all these things stand up. And that was like coming up really strong. Are you guys on the apps? I the apps. Raina is not. It's just not for me. I get very overwhelmed, like shopping for human beings. I just like (laughs) I like once every couple months, I'll like write in my to do list, like you will get on the apps today, and I'll be like really like geared up to do it because like it's my job to fuck people. Like I, I have to. Yes. I, I can't have like a whole dating podcast where every single episode is like I got nothing to say. Like I got yeah. some weird stories, right? And then I'll fire it up when I'm on the toilet for like 20 seconds. Well, that's what it's for originally, right? Right. The toilet. I just need something to read on the <laughs> just toilet. Just to pass time. Yeah. yeah. If there's nothing. If I don't have my phone, I'll start picking up like the shampoo bottle and like read the descriptions on the back of the shampoo. Like what you're supposed for to sure. do with the shampoo. Might I recommend Dr. Bronner's? They have a great manifesto. Yeah. Lovely story. <laughs> I, just, I just don't get down with the. I just, I'm in and out of the bathroom. I don't bring my phone in there. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, you're I'm like, like swiping on the are toilet. Are you a shower peer? 
Yeah. Okay. There's two types of people. Yeah. There's people that pee in the shower and liars. You know, like <laughs> I don't do it. People that I'm say they, I don't sorry, do it. That I, I said that wrong. People that say, admit they pee in the shower and then liars. It's not like I wait to pee to go in the shower, but if I'm in the shower yeah, and I have I to pee, go. I'm not yeah. getting it's out. It's a steady stream. Sometimes, yeah. I, sometimes I wait. I'm like, why? Why sit on the toilet? I just always sit on the toilet. I'm not lying. I mean, I'm pretty open. I said that I shit my pants like four times on our podcast. <laughs> like I'm pretty. I, I would admit to peeing on myself. Right. Just don't do it. Anyways, I get on the apps like once a month for 30 seconds and I'm like, I don't want this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I, I just get bored and don't do it anymore. I do it's terrible. just hinge. Just hinge? Yeah. What's what's like the, Why the thing hinge? about hinge? Yeah. I've been I've been off the market. So I'm she curious. is a boyfriend. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three must be nice. Three bitter thirty something. <laughs> Sit down with a girl with a boyfriend. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's an intervention. Um everyone's I mean, like, why isn't Elizabeth talking this episode? Oh, she's happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, people actually it's the funniest joke. We have this email and it's like this girl's like, I met this most amazing guy, we're in a committed relationship. Ashley's like, Don't email us. Yeah. <laughs> why are you emailing us? We like, yeah. yeah, we read at our live shows, and she's like, I'm trying to figure out how to be more sexually adventurous. I'm like, the only thing I saw was that you're an exclusive relationship. Yeah, really? Please don't reading. bother us with this shit. I just got an email. Someone called me Emily. So I'm like, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> um, our opener at our show on Sunday night, who's a friend of mine, called me Rainia. No, Rihanna. Rihanna? Yeah. Whatever it was, it wasn't Raina. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> but also, like, anyone can call me Rihanna at yeah, any time. That's yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, I'll take it. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Hinge. Hinge. I mean... I just think it's more quality. Like Bumble made me it, feel bad Bumble's about myself. Bumble's like the women make the first move. Yeah, and it just made me feel bad about myself. Okay. Like, tell me why, because I I am on the apps, but like just for like field research mostly. And, yeah, or I bathroom mean, entertainment. Yeah, it's really I mostly just to know there's other sad alone people out there. And then for sure. So there's oh, a community. All these yeah. people are alone. Cool. That's all I need Maybe to you know. should message the girls and just like create a friend group. Right. Sure. Do you guys want to like get we have coffee? plenty of friends? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, I don't know. The thing about Bumble is like, especially men in New York, I mean, men everywhere, but men in New York are especially terrible. Like, I don't, the Bumble wasn't designed for like female empowerment, but essentially it just made men be even lazier. Like it was like the women have to do all the work and then you get rejected. And I would have guys just like unmatch me. I was like, this is just stupid. I feel bad about myself. And I mean, Tinder is kind of just over whatever. Tinder's like too mass, right? Yeah. Is that the thing with that? And the thing with Hinge is like, it's these prompts that you answer these questions and you really get a feel for someone's personality and it's there's no swiping it's like you comment or you like someone's photo or or their little question bio thing so for me I need a guy that's funny and gets it and has a sense of, similar sense of humor so it's easy to see that on right. Hinge so and we just I mean we had the founder on our our podcast and they're just pretty brilliant like they've designed it to create relationships it's like not about it's quality over quantity so many relationships come out of it and they're just doing a great job and so I'm not I'd rather meet somebody in person or through somebody it's the apps is not are not my ideal way to meet people but it's the only one I like yeah so it's the only one I think that is designed to really promote conversation between people too because like totally. you answer these questions and yeah. you have hundreds of questions you can answer and just based on those answers like people can know like what kind of dog you like yeah. or what you do for fun or do you work out or you no know, like there's just a lot of conversation that can start other than like hey yeah that's what's the, up? one of the biggest problems with I think app dating in general is the that weird moment of like what do you say it can it can say nothing. It can say a lot. How do you respond? Where does it really go? Like just to say hi isn't 
any it's like high back i don't know yeah. oh no and, and then that, it leaves yeah. up to each person to really like be creative and decide what to say and it's just it's a shot in the dark and it's like a, a match of wit yeah and it's, then it's just like so much yeah, it's just yeah and hinge and does, it's like hinge does it for you like yeah. you've already so and we've actually been at our live shows we've been bringing people up and kind of analyzing their dating profiles and giving them some advice fun it's been really fun so Oh my God! What is that? Isn't that nice. That is joyful. Joyful. So, are this, we in the rainforest? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's from the Calm app. No joke. I just look at the size of my eyes. Put that on before I get in the shower. I'm like, that's all I need right now. That is so dare I say calming. Calm is an excellent meditation app that helps you with sleep, meditation, and relaxation. Can address issues like anxiety, stress, and focus. And then every day they introduce a brand new meditation each day called the Daily Calm. And also my favorite, because I'm like a nighttime wind it down type of lady. The sleep stories, which are bedtime stories for adults designed to help you relax before you doze off. And you can head to Lavender Fields of France with Stephen Fry. Dead. New Zealand with Jerome Flynn from Games of Thrones. Bob Ross is even there. And I got a Matthew McConaughey one that I'm like here for. Stop. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Time to relax. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's, as we played, soothing music, breathing exercises, gentle stretches to relax your body and more. It's kind of like a one-stop choose-your-own-adventure app that we love so much. And I might add, they also have one for Apple TV, which is really nice. And you can do the daily calm from there. That's really awesome. It's wonderful. So for a limited time, that's a retrograde listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash retrograde. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash retrograde. You will get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today at C-A-L-M dot com slash retrograde. Okay, so we just had this really huge full moon lunar event. Are you guys following the moon cycles? Last night, we were looking at the moon. We couldn't believe how beautiful it was, but I don't know anything else about it. So something that we've learned. (laughs) We know it's there. It was pretty. (laughs) We're familiar. It goes around the earth. Um, Ever heard of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a cycle. Yeah. So we've learned uh, via doing our show from a number of our incredible guides that when there's a full moon it's a good time basically like the energy expands to its like highest potential and that's a good time to sort of let go of things that aren't serving you and then in the letting go it can make space for things that you want to call in or like sort of make happen and manifest let me ask you this yeah is it was last night the fullest or is it tonight? No, it was, it on, was Sunday. on Sunday. Night. Okay, so how long is that cycle? Like the full moon is it just the energy I think sticks around for like 5 days. Okay. But you know, so you could be like, "Oh, I forgot to set an intention today. Like I mm-hmm. want to do that. Like fully do that." Also, by the way, side note, you can set intentions whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but it's just there's something powerful about doing it under that lunation because you, your energetic body hits like an also like, okay, I'm at max capacity now. Okay. Do you so, only get to do it at night when the moon's actually out or no. does daytime no. count? You, you can, can do, do it whenever you want. want. Right. It's like, how does this work? How does this? I don't understand. <laughs> no, you can do it whenever you want or never at all. Letting go of things that aren't serving you. Well, Ashley. So that's my question of like, <laughs> so what are hard. things that we're doing like in our dating life that we want to like let go of or change or like have we, what have we learned now that we're in this new phase? I mean, of our early 30s. Yeah. I think we just preach that year round. Like, just like any, like, don't take any bullshit and like, don't let people treat you bad. Like, 
the way you don't deserve to be treated. You know, I think that's kind of anything that just makes you feel bad about yourselves. I think women sometimes don't reach down and reflect like, oh, this is like a negative energy and force in my life, you know, and they're like, want to be in a relationship or whatever it is. I think we're constantly think saying that's what you should let go of. So I don't know. I mean, do you guys feel, do you feel when there's like a, a full moon? Like, do you feel a different type of energy? Definitely. I definitely yeah. do. I'm just trying to think because <clears throat> we've, we're feeling a different type of energy because we're here now. So like yeah. we basically that land Los Angeles, and because we yeah. we so, didn't really drink last night that much, so we, we feel in. great. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's kind of I guess my main thing that if any like that you should get rid of is just like negative energy of guys that just aren't making you feel good. I think women put up with that so much more than they should. Yeah. And I think that we really always try to promote this message of like, live your life, see your friends, be good at your job, have hobbies. And like, that will, that should take the place of somebody, not that you love, but a guy that's making you feel bad or second guess yourself. And we get a lot of emails about commitment. And I feel like I'm I'm dating this guy, but he won't put a title on it kind of stuff. And but we're doing all the other stuff. And it's like, well, do other things you can focus on. That commitment will come if he wants to commit to you. But don't just sit around at home waiting for this person to, like, realize right. that you're the right one and they can't live without you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. I know. I, I mean, now I'm, like, thinking about it. Yeah, like, over the course of this full moon, which was, what, like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I was, like, hanging out with this guy yeah. that I was into, I guess. He, I don't think he's – whatever. He could listen. I don't fucking care. Um, and I, now it's, like, what if now he does? I feel bad about it. Now it's, like, making me feel bad. Right. You know? So, but I'm like, oh, but he's coming to our show tonight. I can't just like let go. Right okay, so now. here's a good example. It wouldn't be like a complete let go. It would more be like, if that happened to you before, how would you react? Can I answer for Versus you? Versus like, how will you react now when you see him? Like, I think that's more, it's like more yeah. of a nuanced thing other than just like, I'm gonna let go of this person. And like, you know, it's not like that. It's like, yeah. it's more about your internal processes of, of the experience. I think that. In the past when you were, I didn't know you growing up, but now, I think that you realize that like what happened was not your fault. And it's not mm-hmm. because you're not cool enough, pretty enough, smart enough, successful enough. I think that you're like, this person acted how they did and this was out of my control. For sure. And I don't think you're going to like sit at the hotel and cry and analyze yeah. everything you said and everything you did. And I think it's like cool that you have achieved a confidence that you don't need to sit there and blame yourself you know? Yeah, I well, love that. And also, like, I just don't let guys carry a lot of weight in my life anymore. Like, I'm like, yeah, my boyfriend, but like... Guys come and go and out of your life. Like, I, they don't shake me up as much as they used to. Right. And also, I'm just really big on telling people exactly what it is. Like, I, I, Raina will say, like, you always know where you stand with me. People can call me a bitch or not. But I, it's just like, hey, I don't like that you did this and this is how it made me feel. And, like, let's work past it. So totally. there might come a point where I'm like, hey, you know, no, no – no big deal but like we hung out for three days and then you brought a date to my show and that just felt a little weird to me and that's all I'm going to say about it just so you know I just like people to know where they stand totally and I guess if that's people are trying to shift energy and things like that like that's something I think everyone can work towards is like letting people know how you feel yeah like why not like what what do you have to lose and also not needing them to do anything about it yeah like what are you holding back because 
you don't want them to react in a certain way. It's like, no, that f- was fucking weird. You can also change yeah. the energy of how you communicate that. So like, I think the way that you said it is really good. Like, yeah. hey, like this is what it was. This is what you did. And I felt like it was kind of weird. Like you don't have to be like, you did this and this was really yeah. terrible. And I think if you just frame it as like, this was sort of odd to me and you kind of take a little bit of the emotion and the anger out of it, you can change the energy to the conversation. Totally. And you'll get a better response from somebody when you're oh, not yeah. accusing them of something and they're not on the defensive. And I think I've also gotten better at that as I've gotten older too. I'm just a little less emotional about it. Yeah, it's funny when you said the thing about like, oh, what you deserved, how you deserve to be treated. Like I think in like a younger person's mind, like that comes off as indignance. Like that's not what I deserve. And like you need to emotively like throw that at someone where like when you're good with yourself, you're kind of just like, that's not what I want or what I deserve. It's a much more kind of chill energy about it. And we kind of preach like whatever word preach, like tell people like, it doesn't necessarily mean someone did something wrong. Like, it's just like, this is what I want. Yeah. It, it deserve is an interesting word. Like, I'm not going to go into it, but this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. And this isn't really what you're providing for me. So no hard feelings, but I'm going to just, you know, yeah. see myself out of this relationship, this weird, you know, gray area, like whatever it is. And that's kind of was we're constantly t- telling women that they're like, I'm so, I'm so upset in this relationship. I don't know where we stand. It's like, t- figure out what you want. And if you're not getting it, you can walk away. Or express what you want. Yeah. And if it's the right person, then they'll like come back around or not. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just kind of, it comes with, it comes with age though. I don't know. Like we're, we hate to be condescending because we have a lot of younger listeners. We hate to be like, you know, when you're it's, you're in your 20s, when you're in your 30s, it's going to be, but it's just one of those things. You just kind of grow up, you have life experience and you evolve totally are you guys do we is there like a regular fuck buddy situation like how are we managing our uh increasing sex drive (laughs) (laughs) turns out you get hornier (laughs) right i am masturbating more often recently can i say masturbate on this show you can say whatever you want Um, you can say um what was the thing that emily gave us the Oh, the womanizer yeah have you guys tried this what what is that the womanizer it's a toy it's wild it's literally like what it's like a suction it's like it's like i feel like i would get off <laughs> okay. too quickly and it oh doesn't make that noise nope it takes longer <laughs> it kind of does make that noise but without like the mouth sounds but like it's like a okay. it's like an air suction yeah. like thing oh. only if i was drunk i feel like you i could need use it. to know okay about the womanizer this. is yeah. that the brand name or does someone make it yeah, yeah. and uh it's so pretty great. crazy okay highly recommend although i have like I compact into my like head. easy to travel with there's many different sizes <laughs> apparently our friend Emily Morse, who does the podcast Sex with Emily, got us tuned into these. Yeah. Why are there different sizes depending on the size of your? It's like no, I think for it's like travel, traveling. for got you know, it. it comes in all different. There's like one that looks like a lipstick case. There's one I that like looks it. like you're gonna like drill something and hang something on the wall. Like you are gonna drill something, <laughs> literally. But um, hot hot wellness tip. Yeah, no, it's a good. Is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I get like weird about vibrators because like I can't. I find it hard to, to focus. Like where I'm like. I, I got into a weird narrative the other day where and when I was using the womanizer, I was like, I wonder how many people have this. And I just was like using it and thinking. You're thinking about, like product development <laughs> in your mind? Yeah. What's the market You're for thinking this? You're thinking R&D. I was, like, it, was, it was also just like how not intimate it was too, where it's like I'm doing this to just like make myself calm down. But like actually there's probably like 5,000 other people doing this exact thing at this exact time. It just, <laughs> so like, those are your sexy thoughts. It got me like really spiraled and I was just like, I got I just turned it off. First I was bank, like, bank is market research. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm an entrepreneur. I bet people 18 to 34 would really enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. How alone do you have to be right. to buy something called the womanizer? <laughs> Ashley went on this date on uh, as soon as we landed, and I was like, like, what was he like? She's like, I like he was nice and he took me to like a good place. And I'm like, he just he acted like a human. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't like that's that so fucked up that that's our like the bar. That's the bar. Yes. That they were like a human being yeah. who could carry a conversation. Right. And was somewhat cool because i just feel like i'm people just i'm sure every major city is exactly the same this paradox of choice there's a million people people could be with and i feel like people will like ghost you or do something really unkind to you at the drop of a hat yeah. and you just like don't know so i'm always like blown away like when somebody does it but i'm sort of like what are you gonna do that's terrible <laughs> i know that okay so that's something it. that i that's one of my like full moon things of, okay like, not anticipating that someone's a piece of shit. Okay. Based on all of the years of like terrible Not experience. anticipating. Yeah. Like being I like, like that. Like being open enough to be like, if I'm good, there must be other good yeah. people. And like, I shouldn't be doing this thing where it's like, oh, I didn't hear from him for like three days. So he must just hate me and everyone talking to me again. And he's going to go through like, but that's just like your trauma, like repeating on you and being like, mm-hmm. I'm a little monster that tells you that you're not worthy and all of your experience is fucking you up. And it's like, no, I'm just going to not act based on my past. That's my... For sure. But it takes time to not... We try and then we still get like blindsided, you know? I love how you put that. I might steal that from you. The paradox of choice is so... That's like genius. And it it ties into the dating app culture too, where everyone just becomes disposable. We become like not human beings with each other. It's a marketing term, so you can masturbate to it. Oh, yes! (laughs) Right now, except choice! I'm gonna fucking kill my womanizer tonight with that shit. <laughs> well, I was, oh, paradox of choice. <laughs> I started reading about it actually when I was gonna do merchandise for my website, yeah. and um, this theory that if you have too much merchant, if you have too many choices, nobody ever makes a choice. Yeah, and there was this study where they had like at some farmer's market they had two tents and in the one tent they were selling like 30 kinds of um, candles or muffins or some shit I don't know and the other one they had three whatever it was and people were more likely to make a choice when they had less choices right Um, so instead of having like 30 sweatshirts on my website I was like let's pick three four right that's what I'm not right you go to like Revolve and I'm like there's 27 pages of skirts like I can't I've just shut shut the website I like shut it down I go somewhere else like it just, I mean, that's the it. menu is too big. You yeah, guys. like it's not the cheesecake factory. factory. Yeah. One of my favorite restaurants. But let's be so honest, the cheesecake factory is four different things and then multiplied by like twenty. It's all the same ingredients. True. And then they're like, let's put it in twenty to seventeen forms. pages. As someone who used to work at the cheesecake factory, I feel <laughs> personally victimized by this comment. <laughs> okay. The biggest menu. Let's pull apart the ingredients in the Chinese chicken salad and see where else that can live on the menu. Let's be real. <laughs> we need three more pages of these four ingredients. <laughs> I'm like a food blogger, so my other like thing is I have this Instagram account called One Hungry Jew, where I photograph food and write travel guides, and like at three hundred fifty thousand followers, it's like a big deal. And I'm like, you know, my favorite restaurants are the Cheesecake Factory and Diners. I love the Cheesecake Factory. It's Don't amazing. get me wrong. Oh, for sure. And just being a human, like sometimes some, some somebody will do something. This is the thing that happened with my I, an ex that got engaged and like the way it happened, we had been talking and we re-communicated and it was like a shock. I, and I was like, oh my God, like I am a human being with feelings and I didn't deserve to be treated like this. Like you were somebody that I loved you. You loved me. We've been in and out, in and out of each other's lives. I, this was crazy that I found this 
I found out about this on the internet. Like, yeah. come on, Ouch. man. You're 32. Like, it was just, and I wrote him this email. I never got a response back, but it was, that was like a bottom line. It was like, I am a person with feelings. I know that I, I know I feel like I'm very successful. And to some people, you might seem like larger than life and you can like do whatever you want. And, you know, I think he kind of views me as that. And, I live in New York and all, da, 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 all these things going on. But it's like, I still have feelings. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you still can't treat me like this. Totally. I liked how you said that too. Like, I'm I'm a person with feelings. Yeah, you can't just like, do this. Right. It just felt yeah. very it's un- crazy. undeserving. But What about on the, since we're here, on like the wellness tip of things, are you guys into anything conscious or self-care related at the moment that's like helping you move along on this fun journey? I mean, well, Ashley has the modern mystic in her back pocket. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because when I I went through like this thing with this ex I'm talking about, like it's been very tumultuous over a long period of time. And I, I went into modern mystic and was like on the verge of like, I don't even know what in my body. I was like, I'm panicking. I, I don't have to get on a flight today. I feel like really unstable, like really fucked up. And Kelly gave me these crystals and she was like, hold this one in your hand when you like talk to him and kind of walked me through all this thing. She gave me like a CBD pen or whatever um i'm obsessed with that yeah so hitting all the boxes yeah i'm like this is a great great start (laughs) but yeah but she's been kind of somebody that has helped me and guided me through a that relationship and just my whole life and like body awareness and how you feel in your body and taking note of that and finding somebody that feels like home and kind of understanding that everyone has their own journey because this is the guy when i first started dating him was like he doesn't do this and he doesn't do this and she was like ashley just chill out he's a whole different life than you he's a whole different bag of trauma and all these things and he handles things differently and you have to like learn that people have different experiences in you and kind of like be more patient and understanding and Mm. a lot of that and it's just tons of life lessons I've learned about body awareness and and things like that um the wellness side for me I'm just super into into fitness and that's how I like that's really how I self-care I couldn't live without it so I'm I'm big into yoga I like I have to do those things. That's how I cope. It's like clearing it out, sweating it out. And that's something too when I've done tarot readings and she was like, this is your thing of how you manage stress and anxiety and sadness and it like has to leave your body. So that's my personal thing. So it's like even with a hangover, like I'm like, I have to go. I have to go to yoga. I like freak out. I'm like, I have to go there. I have to sweat it out. Where and- do you like to go in New York? Well, I go to Y7. Beautiful. Um, and so I, here I went here. Yeah. yeah. I went here the other day. I'm going to go to – I went to the West Hollywood one the other day. I'm going to go to the Silver Lake Amazing. one today. Fun. So I just need it. It's yeah. like, you know, that's my personal thing. How about you, Raina? I don't work out. That sounds terrible. <laughs> um, I walk a lot because I live in New York. I walk yeah. everywhere. Um, and obviously being like a food blogger, I had to really practice a lot of portion control because people are – I mean, I'm a tiny little person. People are like, you go to all these photo shoots all the time. How do you – I say thin. Um, photo shoot. Right, where I'd get like 20 25 dishes. Di- I mean, Ashley comes out to you. I mean, people will comp 25 dishes for us, bottles of wine. When can we go out to eat? Let's <laughs> go out to eat. I'm a hungry person. I'm going to John and Vinny's after this with a girlfriend. Yeah. I haven't been. I haven't oh my been God. there either. It's really good. I'm really excited. But in terms of staying mentally You've healthy. You've not been there? I've never been. There's two now. What? There's one on Fairfax. That's, that's always been the That's one. the original yeah. one? Like, I'm fucking Where's telling you other, in LA. Where's the other one? I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Fairfax one is, I don't know of another one. Yeah, she, my, my girlfriend who I'm I meeting. I hope you scheduled nap time after John and Vinny's. 
Uh, no, I scheduled a live podcast oh. tonight at the improv. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll be fine. She's a professional. <laughs> She's got it. I got it. Portion yeah. control, guys. Totally. But I try to stay mentally healthy in a lot of ways. I, I, I'm obviously obsessed with my phone, like a lot of people. So I try to make a real effort to literally put it in another room for an hour, read a book, read a magazine, just get away from it. Yeah. Um, also, at night, I try to really shut it down by like 1030 and not be on it because I feel that I sleep better yeah. um, when I'm not like so in my head. And then I've always been the kind of person that likes to be really busy. I like a lot of activities and I find that I'm just really generally happier like most people when they see their friends and they're doing a lot. So mm-hmm. I make a huge effort to like go to a lot of comedy shows, museums, readings, things like that. Time Out is a great place to, to go to see what's going on. Time Out New York, the magazine. Uh, or the website. Okay. Yeah. The um, magazine. There's Time Out LA. It's 1998. <laughs> they have one for every city, but it's a great way to see what's going on in the city. And I just like to feel like I've done something to feed my brain yeah. every week. Yeah. Um, and go out with friends. And then also just balancing that with staying home, not drinking. Um, I don't really do drugs. I don't, I sleep a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what are your guys' signs? I'm a Cancer. Okay. I'm a Gemini. Fun. What are your guys' signs? I'm a Scorpio. And I'm a Taurus. Ooh, a okay. whole mixed bag in this office. Um, I Fun. recently listened to a newer episode you guys had with Mateo Lane, and one of you <sighs> How has much a do you love Kesha him? story. It was an amazing episode. My, my, That's yeah. you. I also have a Kesha story. What is it? Um, Are you asking my sisters lo- out there? <laughs> no, but... Probably. Not now. So, like, right when TikTok came out, you can actually see this on YouTube if you Google Kesha Lollapalooza. We, like... We're hanging out with her all weekend. She like invited us to come dance on stage with her the what? whole thing. And at the end of the weekend, when we were all saying goodbye, she like was fully all over my boyfriend at the time. And so like the joke was forever what? was like, I fucking hate Kesha. And then has a song ever gotten more popular than TikTok at the time? <laughs> like I we know like no one she was in like the emerging oh artist God. stage. And then I was like and she, she like kind of became friends with my roommate, and I was like, Kesha's not allowed in the house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, who are you? Why would I come to your house? Wait, now I feel so bad, though, because now that everything has come I to know. light, like, of course she was flirting with your boyfriend. She was a, looking for a way out. This is a long time ago. People evolved. But it, when, and so what's your Kesha story? I kind of dated this guy on and off. I don't even know if I dated. Like, yeah, I guess we go on dates. We hooked up. And um, this is back in Atlanta. And I was – it was casual. I wasn't, like, in love with the guy by any stretch. But then he moved to Nashville – He's a musician, but also was a manager at Pottery Barn when we hooked up. Is. Yeah, so he yeah. like literally <laughs> he was like worked at Pottery Barn and then was like in a band. And I would like go fuck with him at the mall. And uh, he moved to Nashville to like pursue more music stuff after we ended our whatever. And he dated Kesha. And I was, I remember somebody telling me that I was like, there's no way. And this was probably like Kesha like one album in. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, like yeah, probably yeah. around TikTok. I was like, how did this fucking dude? Like, he's just a like, sensitive, nerdy kind of guy. It was very bizarre. So I guess we're, I think I did have sex with him. I think so. Kesha and I are Kesha, the great unifier. <laughs> but are you guys like your sign? Do you feel like? Are you going to analyze us? What's going on here? Oh no! Um, I like people talk to tell me. I was like, saying, tell me more things about me. I was thinking that you were a Gemini. You were? Yeah. Why is that? Because you talk a lot, but not in like a. I don't okay. mean that. I don't mean that in like a. You talk a lot, but like Gemini's generally don't have like um, a filter with their speech pattern, and they can tell that you're not really like 
processing too much before you're talking in terms of like in that a good way. terrible. No, in a good way where it's like I'm in my head. You're you get what you, you're gonna hear. Like you're gonna hear what's going through my head. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's a it's a compliment. I I'm if not you like say it's you a compliment. talk a lot and nothing that you say is going through it your brain. It doesn't sound like you thought any of this through. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way, like I as a as a like no as filter. a communicator. Yeah, like I I really look at that as sort of like something to emulate because it's not an emotional thing for you and it's very clear. <laughs> I think that, um, I mean, there's obviously tons of things wrong with me, but not knowing exactly where you stand with me and what I, and that's just not, yeah. you know, like right. I, you always know what's on my mind. I can't hide it. Yeah, because you're a Gemini. That's a great attribute. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that we have to wrap this up because I would love to diagnose signs all day, every day and say more things that might personally offend you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm going to go and journal about this a little bit. Like she said I was a Gemini and I fucking talk a lot. I got to fucking fix that. No, don't. Never change. No, I feel like that's a great trait to have. It is. Well, I'm very lucky that I have somebody like Ashley who has done comedy, who is great on stage. And so she makes it less frightening to be on stage. Because I know that if I need to take a beat or play off of somebody, she's so great to do that with. So I'm very fortunate to have my wife. Aww. <laughs> I'm very fortunate Love to have us. my husband. Hi. Are you the husband? <laughs> we're both the husbands. I know. Big husband energy. We're, That's what I we're two tiny gay guys. That's who we are. We're, we're, we're really too well. powerless. Together, so <laughs> this is great. There we go. And, and so it is. Now we have an empire. Awesome. Um, thank Ashley you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. The podcast is Girls Gotta Eat. Tell our listeners where they can find you on the internet i mean listen itunes or spotify or google play or wherever you find podcasts and then our website girlsgotteatpodcast.com and the instagram is girlsgotteatpodcast as well yeah and tour dates amazing um all over so we you know we're here then we're heading to well this shows are sold out but like boston vancouver chicago we have some texas florida dates coming up we're about to announce so we'll be all over so you know your shows are sold out and just makes people want it more yes (laughs) they do i was like can we get tickets we're like no (laughs) sorry why is my dating life like this (laughs) (laughs) you're on your way awesome thanks so much guys thank Thank you. you for having us hey guys today's roses and thorns is brought to you by our forever rose Wander Beauty Makeup. Ooh. Steph and I both have our, we're, we're having a very what's in your bag moment right now with our matching leather cases that are initialed, by the way. Thank so you so much to Sarah Whitegold for giving cute. that to us. Um, but I'm pulling out my favorite Wander thing of the moment. Me and too. it is this brush, this Nude Illusion dual foundation brush that has pretty much changed my whole makeup application journey. That was a big oversight of me to not order that. It's you guys, so, I, need, I need one of those. So good. <laughs> Tell um, us about it. How do you use it? I'm so never I clear on brush the, application. Okay, so I just use their um, Flash Focus Hydrating Foundation Stick, and I kind of like draw it on my face kind of haphazardly, uh-huh. and then I use this to blend it in. Uh-huh. Um, I wish you guys could side, see the way she's holding the brush. Bigger side, and then I will take like a cream blush and kind of use that also. So it's like a, it's like a more mellow form of a contour, I would say. Wait, you're using the same brush to apply foundation and blush? Yep. Does I'm it, living on the edge, buddy. What's the conflict, though? How are we mixing colors? How are There's we... no conflict. I don't know. This brush feels like a dense enough that you kind of can just do like a wipe on your hand and it gets off everything. And what are you using the other This would be like an, an, if I was putting makeup on under my eye, if it, I wouldn't have crazy dry patches of skin. Sorry, saying dry patches of skin... It doesn't bother me. I it bothers me. Okay. I just realized like I I've become too comfortable <laughs> where I'm just like tra- tra- using the word dry in a public forum. Um, 
Dry is a word. It's not like the word moist. Under your eye, like do a little. It's the opposite of moist. It's in the same family. But it doesn't conjure the same like. It really does for me. Okay. For me. Okay. For me. Okay. Everybody has different comfort levels. We're all testing them today. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So this this like thinner brush on yeah. the other end. It's like an under eye blender kind of thing. You can really have fun with it, or like in the crevices of your nose. Mm-hmm. It's just the best thing, and it fits in my li- my li- and it looks big, but it fits in my little tiny portable makeup bag. So cute. I've been no, it's been no surprise that I've been a huge fan of their foundations and their concealer. I want to shout so out one good. product from them too. It's something that I just discovered, and it's it's a uh, called their Secret Weapon Crayon, and it's on the color Nudist, and it's like a eyeliner slash like lip liner. But you know when you look tired and like the your lid line is like mm-hmm. a little bit red, if you just put a little of this in your like your lash line, yeah, it makes you look awake. Yeah, you don't have to put any open, other baby. makeup on except for this. So good, and I'm obsessed. So so good. I'm definitely like a minimalist when it comes to carrying makeup, putting makeup on. It's new for me to even like have it with me. So this nudist secret weapon is a really cool discovery. Wonder Beauty, which is known for just easy to use multitasking beauty products that Steph and I absolutely love we have a promo code for you it's wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde and you will get 20 percent off your first purchase and it's so phenomenal to shop on their website they have great bundles and all the fun stuff my advice on the 20 percent thing is go all in get like a, get yourself a whole new little like travel kit and see where your life takes you beautiful again that's wanderbeauty.com slash retrograde tell them we sent you Hello. Hi. A bouquet for Valentine's Day. Stop doing that. <laughs> We're not celebrating Valentine's Day. Okay, fine. Galentine's Day. We're not celebrating any of it. <laughs> okay. We're just moving through February 14th like it's a regular goddamn Thursday. What's going on? You want to talk about something? No, Elizabeth. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah. I do and I don't. Okay. <laughs> on one hand, I do because I feel like my experience of the past week was a very valuable learning experience. Okay. On the other hand, fuck it all. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. I was gently dating someone over the past like two months. I'm not even. Like we were talking. Were you talking? You guys were we were chatting it up. Chatting it up. We'd gone out a couple of times and I was like, this is moving really slow, but like I'm kind of into it because every time I've ever moved really fast – it's been a flaming pile of shit. Mm. And usually the person is like an addict or we like aren't compatible, but we're just like attracted to yeah. it. So I was like, cool, like time is passing and I'm growing and yeah. No, I was just thinking your favorite, my favorite joke of yours, you were like, I'm a Scorpio and he's an addict. No, it was, I'm a Scorpio and he's a raging alcoholic. <laughs> right. I should do that tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, so it just, I was like into the pacing and the timing and then we went out last week and I was like, so excited to see him and I was like I finally like someone it's so great and then he dropped this fucking bomb on me that was just like I can't date anyone right now like I'm just I've got uh, I don't even I don't even know right he's just like it didn't really feel like you guys were at the level to like have a convo because it was like kind of surface and fun and chill I literally was like I'm confused are you breaking up with me and we're not together <laughs> like I don't yeah it felt like no but the, the truth is it didn't feel like surface it definitely feels like there's like a depth of a connection that we have but it wasn't like manifesting that way so right. I was just like gonna go on like this indefinitely 
But I think he was trying to be respectful and trying to like take care of me in a way of like, I'm not gonna be able to give you what you want. So I don't want to like disappoint you. So let's just like not do this. Mm. And it was just like annoying. Yeah. And I was super upset. And that's my thorn. Just like, don't break up with me. <laughs> that's my thorn. Damn, my thorn. I with my friend. I don't, I, first of all, I think that like, with all due, I think anybody who was, doesn't want to hang out with you is crazy. Thank you. I think that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, mom, dad, thoughts. I agree, hundred well, percent. Tell me your well, advice as well, a man of a of but, a different generation. But, but from but from the point of view of the guy, he was being menschy. He, he said was. he didn't want to lead you on. He was. So he at least said, you know, uh, I don't think we this can go beyond where we are now, and yeah. I don't want to, and I don't want to hurt you in the end. So I think that was a positive. That's a positive statement for the guy. No, it's true. He was trying his best to be respectful. Right. But I feel like the problem of the situation was that, like, he didn't ask me, like, where are you at? Yeah, you were. I, I get that part. You know, he wasn't right. like, so, like, how are you feeling about this? Like, is am I not showing up for you or whatever? He just was like, I'm going to cut this off. And I was like, you don't even know, like, what I need or what I want. Like, how do you know that what I want isn't just, like, to know you and maybe sleep with you and, like, see where it goes. Well, let's give him half points. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, I like that you said he was being menschy, so that makes yeah, me just, like, I, love I the just whole thing. I love right. the, the word in this situation, yeah. so you're hired. But do you, okay, okay, wait. I want to ask you another question. Okay. Because I feel like your generation of men has, like, a different ethos around, like, dating and courting where, like, you guys actually did that. That's true. And you actually were like, I like you. I'm going to ask you out. I'm going to like pursue We're this. 19. Let's get married. <laughs> I'm ready. This guy's 34. He's like, I'm not ready. I'm like, oh, what happened to the 50s? <laughs> um, and now the men these days, like I think a lot of what I hear is that they just, women feel like they need to be more of the pursuer. And that's something that I wrestle with a lot where I'm like, I want to say what I want. I want to say what I need. But I also like want to let you come to me without being forceful and like forcing you into something and like how can we empower these men that's 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 a tough problem yeah it is because 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 you know my generation the men you know um um always initiated the contact yeah it was very unusual for a woman to even ask a guy out etc etc so yeah I, I don't even, you know, I'm so old, I don't even get that concept. <laughs> You're a young, spry 73. Okay. All right. All right. But remember, I was dating in the 60s. Guys. Yeah. You know, that was, you know, that's when I met your mother. So, you know, we've been together 50 years now, married 49, right? That's good stuff. Oh, really so, cute. Yeah. So, so I, I, it's really hard. It's really a hard thing. I think, it, I think from what you're saying today, it's more mutual. So in some way, in some ways, the woman also also has part of the role. Some guys, you know, some guys. The, the, if I, I think in if, from from what you're talking about, that what would happen is, uh, it, it either party can initiate the contact. Yes, okay. but at some Just point, like either party can be making the money, or either party. Like, totally, I think that it's all kind of in the same realm of this shifting of gender roles, and now it's brought about like a confusion a general confusion totally but like my thing is like i want to be i'm very open and like able to like text first or whatever like mm -hmm. it also comes down to like the most idiotic 
bullshit details of like texting, which is like this isn't in our humanity. Like who cares about a fucking text message? Right. Like it's stupid. But at the same time, there has to be a give and a take too where you're like allowing someone to right. to initiate and reciprocate. And I feel like my problem has been that I'm like, I'll just lead the way. Right. And I'm like pushing a little mm-hmm. and I need to like recede to let that person you do some to, of the work. Right. You have to ha- you have to acknowledge both ends of the deal. Yeah. But it's it's got to be a more of a, a more of a mutual uh, understanding, a mutual uh, relationship than you know when 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 it was up to the guy to ask the, the girl out and and all that kind of stuff and nonsense. Fancy Nancy thoughts? Oh well, you're in a totally different generation. So can I even identify with you, girl? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's crazy because on one hand, it's like we're empowered and it's awesome and we don't have to wait around. Like my mom has these terrible stories of like her waiting by the phone for someone to call and like not going out and being like heartbroken by like someone never call. It's like we don't have that. It's always like on the go. It's very accessible to us. But, you know, in this case, I feel like I really like this person. I think he's great. If he doesn't want to be my boyfriend, okay. I didn't even know if I wanted you to be my boyfriend. I was, like, really into you, but I wasn't there yet. And I feel like I just want to, like, know him and see what happens. If I may offer something, I think that in this – I know that, like, you're looking for a partner and that's something that is, like, in your heart. No, I'm just looking to be hot and rich. Right, right. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) hot, rich, and, like, a partner would be great. But I think when you're at that point where it's, like, you either want, like – something that's, like, just for fun or something serious. Right. And to meet somebody who's, like, kind of checks, like, many of the boxes that you are looking for. Yeah. I invite you to see that as a sign that, like, there are people out there who are, like, right for you and fit your vibe and, like, can who can be, like, mentally stimulating and fun to hang out with and all of those things. So, like, if instead of it being discouraging, I want it to be, like, encouraging. Totally. Thank that's you. my thought. I think that's 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 good advice. Who knows? Who knows? It's man. hard to let go, but it's also like it you is. have to. Yeah. Like, what do you? What am I? What are you gonna do? Be like, you don't understand. We're gonna get. We need to be together. It's like, no. Yeah. I, I just get, get like lost in other people's advice, and like I think a lot of people have this too. Where you know, you're, you're, someone breaks up with. If someone came to me and that happened to them, I'd be like saying exactly what you said or I'd be like really because you give the best advice so that was very validating for you to say you're welcome or or, you know I'd be like it's just a sign of your growth and like what all that stuff but it's harder when you're in it when you're like but I really felt like very aligned Mm -hmm. so it's like okay do you wait it out for that person or you just like keep it moving and have sex with a 25 year old go for the 25 year old yeah yeah you only live once okay so Roses. I've got a few. <laughs> Roses. Does anyone a know a, a young boy for staff? <laughs> young, like not um, like before they're broken. Criminal, yeah. but <laughs> I'm open to being open a criminal. <laughs> um, okay, so I just first of all on that love letter tip, I wanted to thank all of our listeners for the amazing messages they sent us for in honor of our fourth birthday anniversary. So cute. It was, birthday anniversary. It really meant yes. the world, and it just like touched both of my heart and Stephanie's so deeply. So Ooh, thanks sorry. for that. Um, 
I would like to shout out, as somebody who's been very vocal about their skin journeys, i.e. saying the word dry in a public forum and <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, I just want to shout out Kim Kardashian for coming forward with her psoriasis. These Kardashian Jenner sisters and their skin problems. <laughs> They're really like, you know. If that's a man-gen dream of yours, honey. Leading the train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just want to tip my hat and say, damn, girl. That looks tough. It does look tough. I feel like we could offer some remedies. Yeah, come on, come on through, come Kim. through, guys. Um, also, my thorn. Also, that's more in like the the hot topics realm, shall we say? One of my favorite, most favorite, favorite, favorite little like low key self care things that I do is I go to Shape House, which we all know mm-hmm. for infrared sweat. Mm-hmm. But while I'm at Shape House, I watch every time I'm there Wendy Williams hot topics on YouTube. You're so weird. I'm so weird. But it's just like part of my thing. It was just like lights up my soul. Okay. Wendy hasn't been doing her show. Her last time she did her show was in December. She was away. Okay. And now there's all these rumors flying that the show's going to end and all of this stuff. So I just want to like send my best to Wendy. <laughs> say I love you and I miss you. The fact that we're friends <laughs> blows my mind because what? <laughs> you love her. If you're paying attention to what the internet is saying, it isn't good. What are they saying? Just it's a whole a whole mess of things that like well, I, I personally think that she's not well because she has Graves' disease and she's dealing with that. That's sad. And I th- I believe that that to be true, but there's all these rumors about like her husband and da 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 and like it's 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 not rosy. <sighs> okay, well I send my best to Wendy. Sending too. my best. I'm not a fan, but I don't want anyone to be unwell. But, like, that was just, like, a really good groove I got into in sure. terms of, like, the sweat, the entertainment, the, you know, I had, like, a nice thing going. This is about you. It's about me. <laughs> it's fully about me. Problematic. Um, And, yeah, I just want to say thanks to my mom and dad for being in Los Angeles. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for being so supportive of this show. How do you feel about our new digs? I think it's great. <clears throat> Absolutely beautiful. You're absolutely beautiful. You're, you guys are the best. Adopt me. Thank you. <laughs> we already did. That's so true. I forgot. I'm so used you to being abandoned that, that I forgot. <laughs> you guys, we love you so much. Thank you for everything. Thanks for listening. Um, and if anyone wants to send us a love letter, feel free to do so on iTunes. We'd appreciate it so much in the form of a review. And uh, I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. Thanks so much, the girls got to eat, ladies, for joining us today. Namaste listening. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.